Hey everyone, Marcus here. Really excited for today's episode with my old colleague, Nike. Great one for anyone trying to break into product marketing. Before we jump in, I just wanted to acknowledge that it's been another tough week in America. More police violence and another shooting of a black man. It's not being talked about as much anymore, but black lives still matter, and I just wanted to take a second to acknowledge that. Anyway, I hope you're all doing well and you're doing what you can to support the black community this week. It's a good week to be an ally. Uh, in Sharebird news, there is a bunch of exciting jobs on the job portal right now. Check them all out. Great positions at really, really hot companies like Coinbase and TrustRadius and Twilio, Fishtown Analytics, Gainsight, all product marketing roles. You can see them all on the job portal, Sharebird job portal. Uh, one that I want to point out is a job at Amplify. Amplify is a super interesting company out of my home state, Indiana, and they are looking for a director of product marketing. They are an employee engagement platform that fuses together this advanced survey technology with human strategists to identify specific actions that business leaders and managers can take to improve employee engagement. Uh, it's pretty cool. Check that one out. Also, have you heard about our new sponsor, Crayon? Crayon is an awesome tool for product marketing managers. I use Crayon. Crayon analyzes key trends and makes acting on insights easy. This means dynamically updated battle cards, alerts, dashboards, and much, much more. Crayon is a great tool for marketers who are looking to maintain differentiated messaging, improve sales win rates, catch important updates from competitors as they happen, and much, much more. If that sounds like something that's interesting to you as a product marketing manager, check them out at crayon.co. All right, let's do it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Product Marketing Experts brought to you by Sharebird. I'm your host, Marcus Andrews, and today we are going to dive deep into breaking into product marketing. Product marketing is a pretty hot career right now. It's really grown in step with technology companies and product management as that space and really that career has really blown up over the last decade. But especially in just the past couple of years, people have really, really started to understand what product marketers do and the impact that we have. We've gone from being a luxury item that well-funded companies add on to increase sales productivity to in many cases being the first marketing hire at a new startup. Uh, more and more, I think CMOs realize the value of creative generalists steeped in the product and the power that a great narrative positioning and product launches can bring to a company. And right now there are a lot of people either starting their careers or looking to make a career change who learn about product marketing, get excited, and then are sort of lost in how they can break into it as a career path. It's a typical chicken and the egg kind of thing where companies want a seasoned PMM who can help shape the role at their company because it's likely uh, new. But the candidates uh, who want to break into product marketing don't have the experience to do that, right? So this is super tough. If you want to break into product marketing, it can feel like you're facing this major headwind. To help us figure all of this out, I've got a product marketing expert. Nike Romain is a senior product marketing manager at Foursquare, where she focuses on their B2B solutions. Nike is awesome. I used to work with her at HubSpot. And what's really interesting about Nike is that she broke into product marketing through tech support and services, and she was really intentional about how she did it and how she thought about it. Uh, so I think there's a lot to learn from her story here. Nike, how you doing? Hey, I'm great. How are you? Doing well. I am doing well. Okay. So I don't think anybody really kind of sets out to get into product marketing. So let's just go way, way, way back. What did you want to be when you grew up, when you were a kid? You grew up. So I think for folks 
So, you know me, this won't be surprising, but the first thing I can remember wanting to be was an attorney. I just really wanted to be a lawyer. And when my uh, siblings and cousins were around, instead of playing like house, we would play court <laughs> where <laughs> I could make arguments. Um, and somebody would play the judge and rule in my favor. It was great. Um, as I got a little bit older, though, I watched that movie, What Women Want, with Helen Hunt. She was this really cool, smart ad executive. And I thought, that's a job. Like she was envisioning these like Nike ads. And I was like, wow, I want to do that. I don't know what that is, but I want to do that. And um, that's kind of what set me in the direction of becoming a marketer. I just assumed that I would have ended up at an agency or something like that. Yeah. There's lots of cool uh, agency movies and TV. I mean, Mad Men is like, I'm sure inspired a ton of marketers, right? Where it's like, Oh, you know, they, that's, 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 uh, that's marketing. That looks cool. Hopefully playing lawyer all those years too, gave you some, like it gave you some (laughs) advantage too in, uh, in tech and like in meetings, but I don't know. Awesome. So what did you then, so then what did you go to school for? Another thing with product marketing, right? Is like, there's no, there's no product marketing major. People go to school for all sorts of things who break into product marketing. Um, what did you go to school for? And when did it come onto your radar that I could work in tech? So I studied communications and I thought that it would teach me the best skills to really be an effective advertiser. And I was like, I'm going to learn, I'm going to learn all this multimedia stuff. I'm going to get marketing and then I'm going to go off and do an agency and run shit. Whoops. I'm sorry. Okay. You just blew our, we've, we've got a uh, clean rating on iTunes. <laughs> you totally just blew. It's okay. It's okay. I've been thinking about that and you know what? We should, we should be able to say shit on this show. So let's just run with it. Maybe I'll cut it off. Sorry. You're all good. Okay. Um, so I thought that I was going to be able to, um, jump into any agency and run it. And what I, what happened was at the end of a school, we were in the height of a recession and there was not any marketing team or agency that was looking for an unexperienced person's help. And so what I ended up doing was looking for any job I could get and found myself, uh, working at a really small fintech startup as their first support hire. And that, that was my first introduction to tech. It was sort of by accident. I just needed a job. Yeah, I also graduated school into that recession and it was really challenging. I think like, yeah, I mean, I ended up after maybe a few years working at an agency, but I went to school for communications too, and then ended up working at an agency. But um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's probably pretty similar to like what it is going to be like now or, um, you know, what the climate is. I mean, it's way different from... 2008, 2009, but there's a lot of people who were trying to find jobs in that climate and it was super tough. So I empathize. We should, we should get some kind of award or credit or something. (laughs) That was, that was difficult graduating and then going into that recession, but there's definitely a lot of jobs there though, you know? So I think that when people um, sometimes look at CS or tech support, they can see it as like, well, you know, is this, is this like a great job or can I do something else? Like, I mean, did it, how do you feel about that? Did it, you think that it gave you good skills or um, did you learn anything from that experience kind of starting in support? Oh, absolutely. I feel a little bit like I'm the epitome of started from the bottom. Like I started as a one woman support team at a really small company within a year I was able to grow out that team and expand it. By the time that I left after nearly three years there, I had a team of like seven in in the office and 13 remote. Um, and that happened over the course of less than three years, which I think is really indicative of the tech world that change happens really quickly. Promotion advancement can happen really quickly if you work really hard and you get an early. Um, and so 
I just, I just happened to land in the right place. And that exposed me to an entire industry that I probably would not have considered when I had my big Helen Hunt agency dream. <laughs> so I am super grateful for that experience, but it also, I think, introduced me to, uh, I think it helped me discover some skills that I maybe didn't realize that I had. And so running a support, running a support team really exposed me to product development and engineering and all these, all these functions and companies that I hadn't been aware of. It also forced me to, to lead meetings, to present, to advocate for my team. I was, you know, bringing in my support tickets and asking for engineering support and asking for new features and being able to point directly to why I felt we need them and what our customers were looking for from us. And I don't think I would have had that skill unless I had the experience of talking to customers every day, leading a team, being able to research and aggregate data. All of that came from my experience as a support person and is directly tied to my work today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I worked at an agency and then worked at a startup in in client services as well. So like I worked, I was a strategist at Wildfire and it was a, it was a real grind. You know, you're on the phone a lot mm-hmm. with customers. I, I think it's just, it, those are great skills for product marketers, right? Like mm-hmm. You are talking to customers, which you, you're building lots of empathy. You're figuring out how people work. You know, you're learning some of sales and, and service and support. And then of course you're talking about the product, right? So like you're in, especially support, you're like you're in the weeds in product and you really, mm-hmm you're learning product management, right? Like, cause I mean, you're learning how customers use your, the products, what they care about, what they don't care about, all those things. So I totally agree. It was, it was really good for me. I think where teams hire product marketers from can really vary, but yeah, I think hiring people out of support or like, you know, services, some of these, these jobs where you're working with product and customers is really smart because those core skills that they learn over the years um, are super valuable. Totally, totally agree. So when did product marketing come on your radar and um, why were you interested in it? So after leaving tech support, I joined a customer success team. And I remember a team meeting, we had somebody come in to talk to us about a product and explain the features. And I was like, what does that person do? That seems cool. Um, And so I remember just being really impressed with this person's product knowledge. And it also sort of reminded me that in customer success, I was pretty far removed from the product. And it reminded me that I really missed that, the ability to see the inner workings and influence what's going on. So that was really when I recognized that product marketing was like a more direct line. And I also, I, I felt like I wasn't living up to that, that marketing creative dream. I wanted to be, I still wanted to pursue that. So that's around the time that I was working in customer success is when I recognized that maybe product marketing is really where I want to end up. Product marketers do get a lot of like exposure mm-hmm. inside of the organization. So it is something that um, uh, makes sense that people kind of floating around. Did you see any like alignment in your skill set? You know, did you at that time, did you think like, hey, I can do this based on what it seems like these people do? or what I want to do? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think part of this was just like ego. I was like, I can do that job. <laughs> um, but I also felt, I felt really strongly that my support experience and my experience talking to customers and st- strategically would make me a really good fit for a product marketing job. Um, I just hadn't actually done any marketing yet. And so right. I, um, I, was, I, start, I set out at that point to try. I told my manager, I was like, hey, I think I'm not sure that customer success is the right place for me. I think I want to pursue product marketing. And I saw, and I spoke to the head of product marketing and I said, I think product marketing is the place where I want to work. And I think like, I really admire what you do and I want to do it. Um, I took that conversation 
by chance, I ended up speaking to the CMO and I was like, hey, I really want to be a product marketer. Um, and it was really, it was really a humbling conversation because what he told me was like, okay, so you are in customer success and you worked in support and you're telling me you want to be a product marketer. Great. Um, what I would t tell somebody who was asking me for a product marketing job and had your experience is, what are you doing? What have you been working on? Um, that proves to me that you're, that you'd be a good product marketer. And all I could tell him is that I'd been telling, you know, my boss and the head of product marketing and everybody else that I thought I'd be a really good product marketer. <laughs> I hadn't actually um, done any of the legwork. I hadn't actually um, really sat down with my ideas about product marketing and like come up with a reason that I'm really good at it. I had no story there and I had, and I didn't have any practical skills yet. And so that to me, that conversation was like super beneficial, but also a reminder that doing the actual work is critical. And yeah. even if you don't have that job, figuring out ways to support, to, to, to build up those skills or support those teams outside of your, outside of your day job is really important. And that set a fire, lit a fire under me to actually do the research and start reading lots of product marketing blogs or resources where I could find them, taking classes and just trying to make sure that I was on the right path and that I was actually capable of what I was asking for. Yeah. So what was the most impactful that, you know, if there's one thing you did in that process that you think helped you the most, like, you know, was it the reading of the classes or is there anything in particular that really helped you build that skill set and kind of develop that expertise without actually doing it? I took a workshop. I actually took a, a, a product management workshop with General Assembly. It was just like a weekend thing just to see like, is the product space where I want to be? And after that weekend of classes, I was like, okay, yes, this is more aligned with what I want to do. It's obviously not product marketing directly, but it helps me to understand the types of problems that product managers are thinking about and where I wanted and where I wanted to be in that process. So that I think was probably the most impactful thing because if I, I think that if I really did, didn't like that class, if I didn't enjoy that, then I would have, I would have been, it would have been a, the instant gut check that like, mm -hmm. this isn't what I want to do, but participating in that class and spending a weekend thinking about product problems, which is not where my day to day was spent was critical. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Is there anything that you're stronger, stronger at now when, you know, when you look at yourself as a product marketer, what is your best skill or, you know, in the wide range of things that PMMs do or asked to do, like what sets you apart? What is your um, biggest strength? I think, I think my big strength is being able to approach problems creatively. I love being able to, I think that, you know, as a product marketer, you're a problem solver, period. That's like the, the crux of your job is identifying yeah. and solving problems. And I think that what's, what, what I've been really good at is identifying the challenges and coming up with unique ways to solve them. I, I don't love being... I don't love being given, handed a playbook. I like being able to look at a, a problem and come up with something unique, either whether that's a story or a process um, and bringing it and bringing it to life. That's really what I excel at. And that's, um, I think what makes me a strong product marketer. Yeah. It's, you know, that is such a, it's such a valuable skill today. I think that um, it's hard to do that, you know, because I do think that we're a little bit, uh, conditioned to think that there's like a right answer for everything and that, you know, mm -hmm. we can just Google stuff and, or there's somebody out there who's done it better. Um, but you know, with product marketing and kind of marketing in general, like I usually don't think there, I don't think there is usually, you know, it's like, um, being able to, um, build your own solution and kind of think outside the lines and, and deviate from the playbook in a strategic way is, is super valuable. So love that answer.
Thanks. Uh, one, so there's plenty of roles in, in marketing. I mean, I know you had this support and kind of technical background. Was there anything else, like what, was there anything else about product marketing that was more interesting to you than other marketing roles? Why product marketing? I think, I think what drew me is that I, you know, I still had this image of Helen Hunt in my head <laughs> and I, and I, 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 while working with customers was great and working in tech support was fantastic. I, I still wanted to be able to to flex that creative muscle to tell stories um, and use the communications background that I had developed. And um, that piece was missing from all of those roles. And I think that that's what's really special about the product marketing function is that you do need to bring a strategic mind um, and an analytical mind, but you also get the opportunity to do the creative side as well to, to tell stories in a way that compel people to take interest in your product and to um, tell them in really unique ways through a bunch of different mediums. That was, that's really what drew me. And I think that, that that's what makes the function especially cool. Totally agree. Yeah. It keeps me entertained, definitely, which is which is good. Uh, so there's a, there's a lot of tech companies today really focusing on trying to build diverse teams. And I think product marketing is certainly like, you know, one of the, the teams that uh, maybe it's because, you know, pe- everyone is looking for people who have done it before, but there's certainly, you know, some homogeny in a lot of product marketing teams. Do you have any advice for product marketing teams that are trying to build more diverse teams? Sure. I think um, there's sort of two parts to building a diverse team. And one is like on the recruiting side, companies need to be really intentional about where they're looking to recruit. And I think being open with your team, with the people of color on your team, or the underrepresented groups that are present on your team, and asking them, are they part of professional networks where you could potentially recruit or places that they spend time that they that you could potentially recruit and asking them to to share that information with you and your recruiting team so that you can identify candidates that are like them as opposed to waiting for POC or other under, underrepresented folks to find you, um, go to where they are and lean on your team for insight into where those places might be because they, they might know. Um, and it's, it's better to just ask as opposed to wait for them to find you. I think being, you have to be willing to um, go look and also, a lot of times those like job boards that are for POC, and if you're looking for somebody who's more technical or has that experience, they cost money. But if you're saying that you're prioritizing diversity, then you need to, you know, actually walk the walk and put money towards paying to post your jobs in places that POC actually are looking. The other side of that, I think, is the experience of being on the team. And especially today, given the state of the world now, um, it's important that people leaders are sensitive to the impact on the employees of color. And so when you're reading the headlines and you're, and you see that like uh, neighborhoods of color are more deeply affected by something like COVID, then it's more likely than the person on your team is going to be impacted by COVID and being able to um, be thoughtful about that and considerate of their experience, how that might be different from the rest of your team is important. So I mean, all things being equal, everybody's having a hard time, but I think being able to recognize the nuance in their experience is really important to making them feel included and welcome. Yeah, I, uh, both excellent points, especially, I think that second one too, I mean, it's not, you know, it's, it's COVID, but it's also unemployment and it's also, mm-hmm. you know, social justice, like there, you know, the, all of those impact minorities, obviously more so than most people, the people on your team, so. 
Um, love those points. Okay. So we've talked about a ton of things that will help people break into product marketing, but like, I don't know, what is that? Just if I state it plainly, like, you know, if there's someone who wants to break into product marketing, do you have one piece of advice or what would you tell them, um, if they're early in their career and, uh, they know that this is what they want to do? Um, I would say if you're early in your career and you're looking to get into product marketing, do, do lots of reading. Um, do lots of do lots of reading. Um, take advantage of resources like Sharebird and others um, to get a feel for what people are working on, the problems that product marketers are solving. And another thing I would recommend is be able to recognize really good product marketing. Start paying mm-hmm. attention to brands that are doing product marketing really well. I personally keep a little folder my oh, like a, of, my, of my own where I like steal away and keep links or screenshots of things that I think people do really well so I can go back for inspiration. But being able to recognize that and, and pick out what, what really drew you or what's, what they're doing really well is super valuable. When the time comes for you to like start solving those problems, you'll be able to recognize things that have worked well. Um, so doing the, doing the research, doing the reading, and then also being like staying current on what's going on and who's doing a really good job, I think would be a really good first steps. Yeah, that's a, that's a great advice. I mean, I think product marketing, because it's not as maybe, um, uh, obvious, you know, or like, is it like email marketing, right? It's like, oh, this is an email, but product marketing could be a launch or website copy. It could be, you know, it could be a number of different things. Yeah. I think it's, it's so, it's so smart to be able to you're going to get that question in an interview or, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, so it's figuring that out for your, for your own unique point of view. Was there anything that you really had to learn the hard way as you were getting into the process was, you know, like interviewing or um, anything like that, something that people are only going to learn as they kind of get into the process of trying to break into the role? Ooh, good question. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if there's a product marketing mistake, I've definitely made it. Um, so I, I, I'd say this in my, my first product marketing role, I was the actual, I was actually the first product marketer hired at the company. And so a lot of my experience is in, is in getting things wrong and trying and, and trying to stand up product marketing. So I have that perspective and I, I didn't really have any guidance in product marketing. I just like took what I had learned on my own and tried to apply it and, you know, and figured out what works. Uh, the, the thing that I'll say is this, um, you're going, you, things are going, things are going to go wrong. Launches are good. The things are, you're miss, deadlines are going to be missed. Um, people are going to drop the ball. T- things take, t- and getting good at managing a, a bunch of moving pieces is really hard. And I think two, two things are really important. One, keeping a really tight relationship with your product team. So you're able to spot those changes. And two, keeping a really, positive attitude, mm. even when it's really hard. Um, I know personally that I've like let, I've let mistakes and things bring me down into a low place and made it hard to come back from. And the reality is that when you're the person who's sort of the glue, you're, you're, whole, you're, you're running all the trains and you're keeping everything together. You've yep. got to keep the, a cool head. Um, and so do to the best of your ability, try not to let the stresses, uh, don't let them see you sweat. Essentially, <laughs> keep, keep a cool head. It's all gonna work. It, it will all work itself out. But when you let that, um, when you let those challenges sort of shake, rattle you, or affect your mood, and you bring that, you bring that into other people's space, they feel it, and it makes things way harder. So, um, trying to keep, a, try to keep a cool head. Don't let folks see you sweat, and it, everything will work out. That that's the big learning 
Um, and it takes, it takes a couple of mistakes and it takes a couple of um, missteps before you learn that. Absolutely. That's, that's really good advice. That's some, some real talk. I think we're, we're generally very rosy on product marketing in this show because it's a great job, but like um, it's tough, right? Especially when you have, when you're going through a big launch and things are coming off the rails a little bit and it just happens, right? It's like, it's product development, it's messy and uh, launches are big and they involve a hundred million moving parts. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's going to happen. Um, And I think, yeah, like there's this, I, I just, call, I call it momentum and you're talking about it, right? Like you have to be, if you lose momentum in a launch and then you can really be screwed. And so like you sometimes just through like, you know, sheer will, you can keep things moving even if everything's right. falling apart. And so right. you just got to keep, it's, you're just Dory and you just, you're just keep swimming. Right. And, exactly. uh, uh, and it all works out and it really does. It's like, you know, you get through these launches and they're ambitious and they're messy, but then at the end of the day, like, you know, they, they work out. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Um, what's your outlook on the career of product marketing? You know, like if, if people are coming into it right now, do you think it's a good place to be? Do you think, um, you know, are you excited about it in the coming years? Yeah, I think it's fantastic. I am so excited about the function. I love, I personally love the work that I get to do, but I also think that, um, the skills that you, the skills that you need to be a, a strong product marketer are, super important to any company. I think that good product marketing, if it's done really well, sometimes people at the company won't even know that it's you that's doing it. Everything just seems to be running really smoothly. And um, that the ability to connect sales and product and marketing and be able to deliver these really big launches or be able to deliver um, clear communication across the company. That's like, it's special. It's a special sauce that what that makes companies go. <laughs> and I, yep. so I love being able to do that. And I think more and more companies are beginning to recognize that you, that you need, that you need that. You need somebody who can, who can see and understand the product, but also be able to translate that for sellers and customer facing folks and, and tell the world. And that's, that's, you know, that's, that's the only function where you get to do that. Um, so I think it's really exciting. Totally. Yeah. No, it's great. Great points. I agree. It's like when it's, when it's when product marketing is working really, really well, you almost don't notice it. It's just things right. are working. So, um, awesome. Well, Nike, thank you for coming on. Is there, if people want to connect with you or learn more about anything you got going on, is there anything you want to tell people or is there a good place where people can connect with you? Yeah. Um, so I'm on LinkedIn, um, under my name cool. and also I'm on Twitter at radio Romaine. Awesome. I will put those in the show notes. All right. Well, uh, I appreciate you coming on and um, thanks so much, Nikkei. Yeah, thank you. There's only one way to take it and that's hard, man. There's only one way to own it. She want to drown in the city lights. Uh, but it's all right.